0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Upping Your Game, podcast by TechPlan. I'm your host, Melanie Gilbertson, and today's topic is LCI Congress, a trip down memory lane. I'm joined by my good friend, Elena Miller with Daniel O'Connell and Sons, and my colleague Heather Ormondi with Flinco. Today you'll hear a conversation between the three of us as we share some of our favorite memories from the recently completed 2022 Congress hosted by the Lean Construction Institute, or LCI, and previous years that we've attended. We all met through our engagement with LCI so this trip down memory lane seems an appropriate way to celebrate how knowing each other has helped us up our game as Lean Practitioners. LCI Congress is an annual week-long event focused on learning and celebrating the application of Lean Practices throughout the design and construction industry. As you may remember from George Hunt's podcast last year with Felipe Engineer Manriquez, Adam Hoots, and Brian Winningham, LCI Congress covers a wide swath of social events, formal and informal networking, meeting exhibitors from industry tech and other partners, and taking in a wide variety of presentations focused on both the technical aspects and softer skills of how lean practices affect our industry. We hope you find our conversation a great example of the personal and professional relationships you can develop as a member of the lean construction community, and maybe even leave inspired enough to touch base with your own network of lean practitioners. Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, my name is Melody Gilbertson, and I am joined today by my good friends, Heather Ormondi and Elena Miller, right? Now Miller, formerly Antil, uh, up until this summer. So, I know we all know each other um, and know who we work for and stuff, but this seems like an opportune time before I forget to ask you guys to each introduce yourselves and then um, I'll introduce myself and we'll just move forward from there. So, Elena, you want to go first? Sure. Well, first of all,
1: thank you so much for inviting me to be on this podcast. It's such an honor and I'm um, happy to be here today. Uh, My name is Elena Miller and I'm with Daniel O'Connell Sons. My uh, formal title is planning and control manager. And in my daily job, I'm involved in scheduling and planning um, the majority of our projects. But uh, in my heart, I'm a leanaholic. There you go. I said it. And uh, my journey started in 2015 when I was um, asked to uh, attend CM lean classes through AGC of Massachusetts. And um, after I finished the course, I fell in love with lean. And ever since I've been. Uh, the advocate and or champion uh, of lean internally at Daniel O'Connell's sons uh, and also externally, um, because I've been involved uh, with our local community of
0: practice here in southern New England. That's quite an intro. Very involved, Miss Elena. and, and one of my closest allies when it comes to asking Lean questions. Heather, how about you?
2: Uh my name is Heather Ormondi and I am a Lean manager with Flintco construction and have been for the last three years. Um, in part by our, uh, connection with, with LCI is kind of how, how things have. Have gone a uh, little bit about my background with lean. I got my lean six Sigma green belt in 2010 when I was working on my masters in construction management. And I really, uh, joined LCI officially. Uh, As a student in 2010 um, didn't do much with it then but uh, got more involved uh, in 2014 when I attended my first Congress. Um, I have been on the owner side as well as I started my career from the design side and have seen all aspects. um, In throughout my journey within the design and construction industry, as well as lean. So Heather,
0: I know you may not include this as part of your professional resume, but I'm always amused by how you introduce yourself as a mom from a lean perspective. Would you mind sharing that with us?
2: Okay. Uh, so in t- 2016, I had uh, twin girls, which is the only Congress that I've ever missed was uh, in in 2016 uh I had newborn premature twins and uh I kind a joke saying I took the waste out of being pregnant because nobody likes to be pregnant it's not fun <laughs> uh and the, the end goal you know that value is um is the child and for some and so i identified the the value stream map in that process and just took all the waste of two pregnancies and doing groundhog day of having you know one crawling and one not sleeping and and all that no thanks people ask me how how do i have how can i do it with twins but it's it's efficient
0: yeah it's just it's because you live lean with everything that you do right Absolutely. so um it feels weird introducing myself to to y'all, but you know, we'll, we'll assume for the larger audience out there. Uh, Melanie Gilbertson, also with Flintco, um, and there's a there's a story about how Heather and I both ended up at Flintco, obviously because we knew each other before then. Um, director of production support, so I oversee our lean programs and our scheduling department, um, and really just support all of our our teams putting planning and production controls in place. Uh, so it's a the title itself, director, production support. I've only had since the beginning of this year. Before that, I was a lean manager and oversaw the implementation of our lean 2.0 program. Uh, and started with Flintco in 2016 as a quality assurance manager. So lots of support roles. Um, but before that, for about 10 years, I worked in operations. In a proud Oklahoma State graduate. Even though they're kind of letting me down this month but that's okay good for kansas <laughs> from the construction management program which happens to be where i met my husband so you can imagine what we talk about a whole lot um so it's, it's since i mentioned i work for flint co heather works for flint co there is a story behind that so i'll start with that's how you know how did we meet how did that come about um and Elena, I don't, I don't know if you know all the details of this either, but um, I don't know if I do. Please share. So we went or I went like back in the day. This is when Heather was trying to get the Oklahoma City community practice off the ground. And of course, I was working here in Tulsa. We got invited, you know, I think it was like at a country club or whatever. And um, had the, you know, went to the first event, sat in the back, of course, because I'm a back row kind of person, or at least I was in. And. There's a guy from Bolt there, Jay, I think he's retired now. Yes, Um, Jay Harris. But I remember, you know, you're like, hey, this is how we can embrace change and we're going to get started. And so I'm like, well, this seems like something I should be a part of. So trot on up there afterwards to to meet with Heather. Little did I know her working geniuses are enablement and galvanizing. So she was not going to uh, let it slide that I was like, yeah, just let me know when the next meeting is. Um, So we got to know each other through LCI. And became acquainted through LCI and whatnot for what about two years? I think you weren't at OU then. Nope,
2: 2015 is when that started. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that'd be be about that time.
2: I decided after the um, Chicago, the actually the Boston LCI Congress that the closest LCI community of practice was in Dallas, two hours away, and that made no sense. Yes. So gathered some people and um, started the community of practice while I was pregnant with twins, because why not, right?
0: That's a great idea. <laughs> and as we t- discussed today, you are um, not uh, shy about accepting on additional challenges, even if your plate is already at capacity. So yeah, it was, it was really cool. And when the, the opportunity came about that we needed, you know, it felt like we needed another lean manager on our team here at Flint Co. Um, you know, I, I wanted somebody else to supplement our team, thought of Heather and turns out she was interested in new opportunities as well. So here she is today, which goes to show membership in LCI can result in new opportunities.
2: It, well, so, it started out a uh, catch up lunch, ended up.
0: That's right. Uh, again, here we are. Here we are. So Elena, uh, we met through LCI as well. Yeah, that's right. You, you want to
1: share that story? Yeah, sure. I think if I lived close to you guys, uh, I would not be surprised if we'd be working together by now. But, uh, True. I, I live in uh, um, New England and near Boston. Uh, so Melanie and I met in Anaheim in uh, 2017. We were both attending uh, choosing by advantages class with John Koga. It was a two-day, very intensive class. I think there were uh, close to 100 people attending. And... Uh, I consider myself fortunate that I was sitting next to Melanie and we met uh, on day one. And uh, yeah. I don't remember like the details of what we talked about that day, but I remember clearly that you shared that you had a car, uh, that you rented a car. And I was like, ooh, yes. we should hang out after the class. <laughs> <laughs> so for us, my history, you know, we had dinner, we went for a walk. And uh, I mean, ever since we've been in touch and doing some um, fun things together at the Congress.
0: Yep, for sure. Uh, it, it's it's been good because it's it's been um, you know especially over the last few years it's like okay well the one time we see each other in person is at Congress so I guess we better make the effort to stay in touch otherwise. But y'all so exactly. both of y'all met through LCI but not at Congress is that is that right?
1: Correct. Uh, yeah. So Heather and I both share uh, that we were both um, community of practice leaders. Um, I me in the past and Heather, you're still the uh, Oklahoma community of practice leader. And uh, in 2017 in Fort Worth, uh, there was a national CUP leader meeting and Heather and I were sitting together and um, that's how we first met. I remember you sharing that uh, you, you have twins at home and this was your first time being, uh, believing them and I, I was just so amazed that all the work that you've put in to make that trip happen and to collaborate with other community of practice leaders.
2: Yeah, and and here I am, as, as Melanie said, um, my uh, re- reluctant to say no, I am still the uh, <laughs> chair for our community of practice. Hopefully I've made it known that that will maybe change here in the coming year or so. so.
0: Promises, promises. I remember yes. hearing that, like, what, 17, 18, like, sure, <laughs> sure it will. So we recently, all three of us were recently at Congress, uh, the 2022 Congress in New Orleans, which I thought was super fun, very good venue. And then it seems to me in true poll planning fashion, if we're gonna reminisce about Congress, we gotta start you know, with the latest one and work our way backwards because that's what you do with poll planning. You start with the milestone. And we can't we can't talk about 23 yet, obviously. Oh then you better both be there. Just saying.
2: Yeah. Let's let's make a a trip to uh Canada. A yeah.
0: A <laughs> So any I guess you know just kind of you know, what are y'all's thoughts on on the 2022 Congress now that you've had a a couple weeks to digest? Heather, you want to you want to go first?
2: Yeah. Well, um I remember thinking on Wednesday, "Oh my gosh, the week is almost over. It 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 flew by. There's there's so much more people I wanted to see and things I wanted to do." Um and and also New Orleans is such a fabulous city, and I forgot how amazing it was. Uh the last time I had been to New Orleans was um, you know, back in my college days. So there was a little bit of that, "Oh, I want to go, sightsee and I want to do" Uh, and see the city and experience that again, because it's been a long time, but then at the same time, there's so much um, around Congress that um, I know I, I've always been, maybe it's my FOMO, or I just can't get enough of it. Uh, I guess I'm just, you know, that Lena-holic, um geek in me, is I don't want to miss, I want to catch all of the events and the things there are to see. I thought some specific highlights from this year, I thought the Closing keynote speaker was very impressive. I mean, a lady gets a a room full of construction workers to sing a cappella gospel music. <laughs> uh, I mean, that doesn't happen every day.
0: So I hope that makes it, I need to check out the recording that they just posted recently for attendees and see if that makes it on there. Surely it does.
1: It's got to.
0: So Elena, you were you attended the closing keynote as well, right?
1: I did, it was truly amazing. Um, it, it's too bad that a lot of people have to leave early and don't get to experience that, but I was just so impressed by Carla's pearls of wisdom and uh, she was amazing and truly, truly inspiring. Um, And for me, as always, Congress is connecting, it's all about connecting with like minded people and sharing what we've all been doing this past year, which is a tremendous value to a repeat attendee like myself and yourselves. Um, And the warm Southern hospitality definitely showed, Uh, it was my first time in NOLA, and I mean, the food was outstanding, it's just nothing I've ever tasted before. So, um, and Tom and his uh Congress planning team did an amazing job. Um Yeah, they
0: did. They did awesome. It's going to be going to be tough for our Detroit team to live up to, but I know Jeff will be good at it. I am certain. So, it's going to be great. And people should need to spend, plug for Detroit. I hear like there is a lot of um you know, revitalization going back on and stuff, which I think will be really cool to see. So,
2: I thought it was neat that, in the booths, that there was a Visit Detroit booth. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really a great idea.
0: Yeah. No, I I agree. I thought the overall, like, it seemed like they had a lot of variety to the exhibitors this year, which in years past, it seems like maybe it's just been a lot of um, tech companies. You know and not that that's bad, like it's always good to get a different perspective on okay, what's the technology you know latest and greatest that's out there and know that's one thing like I always look for um just to make sure like we're we're on point with what what the best stuff is or you know we're still looking at best in class things, but um it was cool to see different stuff I said, did any of y'all um or either of y'all attend the lCI presentation on their certification program? I did not.
2: I had a conflict. I was looking forward to, I'm actually getting started in that process, but I did not make yeah. the the presentation.
0: Well, I know they had um, QR codes on the table, you know, to try and, try and share a little bit about it. I think I was like being a champion for a presentation or something at the same time that was going on. So kind of missed out on that. So speaking of Elena, this was first year, you weren't a champion of a presentation. Mm-hmm. So how was how that versus like the last couple of years when you've been a champion?
1: Um, I mean, it's a whole different experience when you're presenting. And this year we had uh, I know, three presentations. Two of them were put together in one time slot. But uh, and a lot of my co-panelists and presenters were first-time Congress attendees. So I felt personally responsible that not only they get a really good experience but they um they also enjoy presenting it could be so intimidating as um so it was a very very different experience for me and my primary focus was um you know to make sure we have we deliver a good quality presentation everything else was just uh a cherry on top
0: (laughs) well having sat through the uh the a3 presentation in particular i know like it It was totally one presentation, like I know you had two different ones like picked, but it felt y'all did a really great job of like making it feel like the same presentation and. um, I know you know just from like listening to the the hearsay around me plus like my own interpretation is like this is a really so a spoiler alert like I love a three so. You know, of course i'm like geeking out over your presentation, but I just thought it was very actionable and like here's some very specific takeaways on how you can put this in rather than just a bunch of theory or, you know, Oh, we don't have enough time. So we're not going to dive into the specifics of what this is. Like, I I hate it when presentations do that. So, which I think I was guilty of it this year in my own presentation. So,
1: so. And and we were recorded. So if anybody um, has access to uh, the presentations afterwards, um, we'd welcome your feedback. If you have a chance to uh, watch the recording.
0: Yeah.
2: I will definitely well, be watching the recording and I heard from several saying what a great uh, training it was and presentation to the, to that I would love to ask if you guys would be willing to do it virtually uh, for our community of practice.
0: She's got I you know on recording. Arranged. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well played Heather. <laughs> and so she Heather recorded, so. Yeah, she did. So we'll, you know, in the comments below, see if you think Elena will follow through this year or next year. <laughs> um, so, Heather, this was the first year you didn't have to present or be a champion, right?
2: I know so... I was strictly a passive participant. I'm working on that saying no thing, and uh, was not uh, didn't have the capacity to be a champion this year, um, which i really I kind of missed seeing that like having that that relationship that you build with a team and Mm -hmm. getting to presentation and getting that knowledge. Um, it's, it's really enjoyable. So if you haven't been a a champion and, and are interested in doing that, you should definitely reach out. Um, I will be doing that definitely in the future, but it was nice to not have that, um, excitement stress if you will of presenting and um you know looking forward to congress because i'm looking forward to that reunion um and not the the stress of oh i gotta present or oh is my team ready and are they prepared and have we checked all the boxes uh mm-hmm. w- was really nice um it was very nice to to have that um to be, th- be on that side of the fence if you will
0: yeah, and I don't I don't know if that just came through or not, but yes, I am in the office today and not working from home. So if you hear any weird noises in the background, don't mind me, we were just in an open office because we're all co-located, so that's cool. <laughs> so this year, we didn't, I think this was the first year, like we certainly saw each other, but we didn't have any sort of like hey specifically planned social event right because elena you had a big team flinko had a big team present but we've done some pretty cool stuff in the past um i know probably the one thing that still sticks out in my mind to this day was that sushi restaurant we went to in anaheim like to this day that is still some of the best sushi i've ever had <laughs> i like that place I don't. Even, what was the name of that place y'all remember oh. I don't know. Yes, think you. I, don't, I was. I know we and walked don't there. Hmm.
2: Did you brought? So I, could
0: it be because we went there after Disneyland though, and like, or did we go after Disneyland? I don't
2: think it was after Disneyland. I think it was the day before or something. So
0: we mm. sat outside,
2: beautiful weather. Oh Elena yes, yes, a, yes. With Frank, right?
1: with Frank, right? Frank,
0: yes. Frank. Yeah. Frank yes. was there, and yeah. Tim. Tim was there. Oh, I, I, I do remember. It was Fort still Worth. came to Congress. Yeah. I think it was Fort Worth. Oh, maybe so.
2: Now, we when we, we sat met outside. outside in Anaheim.
0: Yeah. Huh. Well, where I'm going with this is we also had our own personal tour guide of Disneyland yes. in Anaheim from somebody who's Disneyland. very close friends.
2: <laughs> yes, I've spent, uh, I spent many years, um, working for and very close, side by side, if you will, with the mouse um, in Orlando. So as soon as I found out we were going to be in Anaheim, it had been decades since i had been to Disneyland. And actually, it only been once. So it was great to see where it all started. uh, If you will, if you're uh, at all a Disney geek, like I am I don't know which I'm more a nerd at Disney or Wayne, but Anaheim was like the perfect combination of both of those. So I said, Oh, I can tour you around. I don't need a map. Even though I hadn't been there in decades, they laid out Disney world magic kingdom, just like they did Disneyland.
0: So
1: it was very, that was very the simple.
0: first time I had ever been to Disneyland. Elena, was at the same for you?
1: It was my first time ever, and I think we uh, named Disneyland Disney Line because I remember standing in line for several hours, and it was one of yes. the only parks that did not serve you, you cannot buy adult beverages there. Yes, uh, I can say that here, and so <laughs> all these tired people, you know, standing in line, and Heather, you like absolutely. Uh, made it worthwhile because of your energy <laughs> and your stories. Uh, so you made it fun for us, and I just remember us making fun of the lines. And I think uh, being lean geeks that we are, we talked about flow and bottlenecks and stuff like that. We're trying oh, yeah. to make it more relevant. So that just uh, what sticks in my memory. Yeah, and a few yes. fun rides.
0: Yes, for sure. So there it was. It was a nice break from the. Uh conference environment that's for sure yeah. so and then the next so now so that was what 17 right so then 18 they shipped us off to orlando where you guys end up going to i think i was doing like a teen dinner or something that night but y'all ended up going to epcot is that right
2: we yes. did and it was the uh, food and wine festival so we sampled our way through france and canada and all over uh, i think uh, we've got some really great pictures, and uh, it was fun to to sample the local country food and, and wine. I, I don't think we rode as many rides. We were more focused on <laughs> catching up mm-hmm. and, and eating and drinking.
0: Where the priorities are, let's be real.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think we made it all the way around the
0: world, though. You just have to go yeah, back. If you don't know,
1: Heather and I are small-sized women. We can't eat a lot. Yes, of them.
0: this is true. I feel like a giant, like when I'm with both of you, because I'm very short, <laughs> <laughs> or I'm very tall compared to y'all being shorter in stature. So let's see. Then the next year we were in Fort Worth, right? So that would have been 19 and I recall playing hooky from a couple presentations and going to the water gardens yes. instead. Was that, am I remembering yeah. correctly?
2: Yeah, it you was a yes. great time. <laughs> kind of took a break out and came together and kind of caught up as, as friends. Yeah. And there's definitely COVID
1: value hit. in that and congress can be very um overwhelming and sometimes it's just healthy to take a walk and uh just uh catching up with you guys getting a fresh breath of fresh air um and just you know talking yeah. what we've been doing last year it was uh sometimes it's more value than sitting through a presentation
0: well so that was that the year whenever we came back when the leanaholics started making an appearance as like a regular thing or was that COVID?
1: So I think uh, it, it became more, uh, more of a thing during COVID. Um, so I mean the, we determined that there was a need to see each other more than just once a year early on, maybe 2018 even. And we attempted to schedule quarterly calls, uh, just a few of us and um, just chit chat. And it really didn't work out that well. We're over the phone and then somebody was driving and uh, having Zoom meetings was not a norm yet. And then Um, in 2020, we didn't see one another and I was like, what the hell? I don't, I don't think I can wait a whole year (laughs) or God knows how long. And so this whole idea, um, of restarting our quarterly calls came up and I was like, well, I'll, I'll just set up a meeting, see what happens. And as I was, um, setting it up on my computer, uh, it was time to write a subject line and I wanted to do something catchy and after trying to spell Lenaholics anonymous several times i finally did it and <laughs> it, it became a thing so we now uh we started by meeting quarterly and now we actually talk every six weeks um so all it is is just a recurring meeting and uh whoever shows up shows up and it's really like an open forum to talk about things we do and challenges we face every day um sometimes we run our meetings as
0: a lean coffee but mostly it's just um uh, just talk it's share. just it's 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 whatever you know might be interested in or don't know more about so it, the group started with like if i recall there were like four people on the invite if that maybe yes and
1: it was three of us and frank Colm, yeah
0: yeah yeah and then you know okay who else do you want to invite we'll invite them see if they show up and now, like full disclosure, anybody who's listening, all you need to do is email myself. You can email Heather. You can email Elena. Like, you can message us on LinkedIn. Like, if this sounds like something you're interested in coming and hanging out with us, like, come one, come all. I don't think we're very exclusive when it comes to uh, experience, but you have to be passionate and interested in lean to be specific, <laughs> right? Yes. That's the only prerequisite. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Now, like, let's see, we talked about prefabrication. Really, like a lot of things you would talk about at Congress, frankly. Um, You know, just an opportunity to, you don't have to put a presentation together, which is nice. That was, that was a lot of work. (laughs) Definitely a lot of work. Oh my gosh. So, Elena, this was your first year, like coordinating a really big group, like y'all had a couple people last year, right? Yes. So coordinating that big group this year, and like, what was your, what was your approach if you were, you know, event planning for recommendations for a future event planner for somebody who's going to bring a bunch of other folks?
1: Oh my gosh um well we it was easy actually because um we had 12 people from doc and eight of them were presenting so we were able to hash out a lot of logistics and planning during our um presentation prep so to speak and uh, lci has an amazing um, website with past uh, congress pictures and presentations and so just like going in and pictures worth a thousand words so showing them what that looks like and what to be prepared for that 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 all really really helped um and then yeah i guess that would be my advice you know go on the website and you know see what see what's been presented in the past what that looks like and uh and then the other people it was just uh kind of one-on-ones or calls and helping them Book their hotels. I mean, I didn't do any work for them. Everybody did their own. But, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, Here's was, the information
1: fairly, though. Yeah, exactly. It was fairly easy. I, everybody that came, I, I see these people regularly. So, mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah. Oh, and Heather, oh. Yes. My microphone off. There we go. <laughs> I heard noise in the background. So, Heather, you have you've been on kind of both sides, right? Like you've had been, you know, the solo and I'm going to learn all the things and bring it back and big group. Like what was what was the solo experience like for you?
2: Well, um, so I've had, I feel like two different solo experiences. Uh, one where I was um, coming to bring it back for my company and just How do I implement this? And how do I like so many uh, attend Congress learning of I'm going to be the one to make this change for my company? And how do I do that? What are those steps and tools? But I've also attended it as solo from the stance of um, where I was more focused on kind of putting myself out there and uh, presenting and and teaching where I taught a class. Uh, And then I've also in Orlando uh was on the owner's side and how do i take this now and make an impact um at a healthcare owner side uh corporate level and and that was just um no matter where you are trying to pursue your lean journey there's a track that is available and i think lci does a really good job of clearly identifying those tracks for those different people I can't say compared to other conferences, cause I've not been to that many um, other conferences, but I just feel like if you are just wanting to learn more, if you're trying to implement it within your company or you're on that owner's side, trying to, how do I know that um, what uh, the GC is telling me is really lean and I'm getting what I pay for, um, you can get that um from congress um i haven't done much from my design side uh but i did go to the design forum in phoenix uh this last year and it was great to to really see um that focused uh attention on from a designer standpoint
0: so i'll i'll throw out there like my own experience because i you know 2017 was the first year that i went and like honestly i feel very fortunate that elena you and i sat next to each other in class and you know because i think i probably would have like muddled my way through you know all by my lonesome. and maybe would have waved at heather or something like that but i'm not sure that i would have you know made some of the connections uh, had we not sat next to each other and then you know okay we're gonna we're going to go to dinner. Like it's cool to do these things or sit next to each other in class. So I think I think the um, you know being there by yourself is a little bit intimidating because you want to you want to see all the things. But you're also like, oh, you know, what else should I be paying attention to? So the next year, whenever we had the opportunity as a company to send multiple people, I'd be like, you go here and you go here. And I want you to go to this and then we're all going to report back um so that's that's been a cool strategy but again like i don't know that i would have been willing to i i like to think i would have been willing to come back um just to for the learning and stuff but i don't know that i would have fully appreciated the friendships if if only if we hadn't sat next to each other honestly so
1: yeah uh, if i can add uh there's something to be said about learning days i feel the same that the friendships and connections um that were formed over the years were made during those learning Mm -hmm. days and you're in the classroom uh for four hours or eight hours and you uh are sitting to the same person the whole day and having lunch with these people um throughout presentation days it's it's very quick and there's a lot going on throughout the day you may sit next to someone for a minute and the next thing presentation is starting and then when it's done you gotta go to the next one. So, if I were to give advice to anybody who um, is thinking of attending their con- their first is uh, make sure you um, go to the learning days.
0: Yeah, and it's a, it's second. a very,
1: very good way to ease into the whole um, the congress. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, that that's a really good point. Is it's like okay, it's not quite as intimidating because you're in a room maybe of fifty people versus yeah three hundred like fighting your way between them. So on, on learning day's note, Heather, I'm going to pick on you first and see if you can come up with one. Like what was your favorite out of all the ones you've attended, what was your favorite learning days class?
2: Oh, favorite. Um, well, unfortunately I didn't have the best experience with choosing by advantages, which is why you guys had a better experience because they tried to fill it in cram it all into one eight hour class
0: oh my Um,
2: yes that's a two-day class Uh,
0: folks take it in two days that is
2: now a two-day class uh i we attempted a full day and um some of the most impactful uh that stand out for me are the crucial conversations um which was just so um just relatable, I could immediately pick those that those tools up and go in, and implement. And actually, I think when I was in that class, I was actually supposed to also be at a, a community of practice leader event. And I was trying to split my time and run back and forth between the two. This is a common theme,
0: Heather. It, it, it <laughs> is. Um, man. That hey, crucial conversations was a good one. I remember you talking about that. Elena, what about you? one standout? Uh, just
1: one. I just, just I one. thought of Your two. <laughs> I have to choose. Well, it choose by advantages, obviously, because we met. Uh, but I was not able to complete both days of the training because we had a national TOP leader meeting. Um, also, uh, building high-performing teams with Rex Miller. I think Melanie and I, you were in that one together as well. That was pretty
0: That might cool. have been you and Heather. I, I've heard Heather talk about it enough. Well, that was I guess, maybe okay. we have.
1: <laughs> I can't
2: believe that's the one that that one didn't come to my mind. I knew there was one that was get a and they haven't team. had
0: that the last couple of years, I don't think. Right? No. No.
2: And he uh Rex Miller was at Congress last year, but I don't believe they had the training.
0: So Elena, what one thing that stuck out of that training for you that makes it come to mind is like you're all right, this was a learning day worth going to
1: uh I think what I don't remember the specifics right but what's it was very the class was out of my comfort zone nothing I was currently nothing I could implement immediately in my role back then um but it was just a very interesting subject and made me think of um how our company sometimes structures teams and what could Mm -hmm. be done to improve that so
0: yeah yeah, no, that's that's a good point. So I'll I'll throw out there for mine. And now now I realize how tough a question I was asking. We're just asking you to pick one, because because before 21, I would have said I went I went through an eight hour class that Tom Richard and Joanna McGuffey did, and it was called like it I forget what the title was, but it used like Legos and there was a lot of like simulation involved. But it was all about like the softer side of working together and how you develop teams. Like it was just a really good class. But last year went to a value stream mapping class for eight hours and it like, that's a practice that I personally, like I knew what it was and, you know, wrote a book about it, but like hadn't actually done anything with it. Um, and that class was so cool, like in terms of learning how to facilitate a workshop and just like, it very much felt like um, my, God. Osterling, I'm sure I'm going to butcher his last name. I'm really sorry, Mike. Um, like it just felt like he was really setting up the attendees to be able to train the trainers, you know, and and empower you to go back and and do that. So if y'all haven't done it, and if he shows up next year, like I think that was that would be a worthy class if you're, you know, into operational excellence or or learning how to do that. So One hopefully and- we'll be. What were you going to say, sorry. Heather? No, one of the
2: top three were was a value stream mapping, um, which was the first learning day that really stands out in my mind. In 2014 in San Francisco was this Mm. all day, Um, and we were trying to solve the the problem, which has definitely been solved. How do you um, communicate and capture lessons learned Uh, and share those out? um and we were put in groups to try to you know do a spaghetti diagram and root cause analysis and then value stream map um and it was just it was a great class um i was enrolled in uh value stream mapping but there was this little shiny thing that told me go over here to
0: um, <laughs> a new interest else. that i
2: have of touch yeah. plan
0: yeah so Well, good news is hopefully some of those same things will show up again next year or as a like what I always think is interesting is when it shows up in learning days and then you hear about how somebody, you know, maybe they don't say like, oh, I took this from learning day and I put it in place. But like there's always a presentation about, you know, what happened with it the next year. Right. Absolutely. Um, So it'll it'll be interesting to see what shows up next year. Um, I guess it's not too early to start thinking about abstracts for 2023 as well, but that's, that might be future Melanie's problem. That might be next week. (laughs) So I guess, I mean, what, what else have we not talked about when it comes to Congress? I mean, I know we could talk about like details of different practices and stuff all day, but what, what are we missing? If anything, what keeps you coming back? ooh, that's a good one. I'll go first okay i've I've thought of my response so um i a i think obviously friendships um this year in particular, I thought it was really cool with my Flintco teammates coming back with them as well, and so not only you know, not only meeting like with your lean tribe, Heather, I'm borrowing that phrase from you because I saw you you post on LinkedIn with it. But like, you know, so these, these people that you know are going to come back every year and you're going to have it. But seeing that now kind of transition to some Flintco folks, you know, and build then watching them like grow this community and being part of that community as well, like it really is. It's so much more impactful to be able to talk about it with other people and share their ideas and what made an int- you know, what made an impact on you. Um, and just having that community build, like that's absolutely why I keep coming back is, cause not only do I want to hear like the new stuff that's going on, but I want to talk about people like, what did y'all think? So I think that's, that'll keep me coming back for a long time.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, like early in my lean journey, um, uh, when we didn't have corporate buy-in like we do now, um, it could feel very lonely trying to spread lean thinking at your organization and that energy could diminish throughout the year. And I knew that if I went to the Congress and I would see um, other people uh, talk about their lean journeys and I would see you guys, and I knew the lean juices would start flowing again, it would give me the energy to come back and continue to do what I'm doing. So um, that support group that we have uh, is just amazing.
2: I would say definitely recharge my battery with lean. um, And my tribe of people like that I relate to. Um, I was telling somebody I had a conference coming up and they were like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, (laughs) no, it's not that kind of conference. Um, This is like um, a high school reunion, but better because I actually want to see these people and I can't wait to see them, you know, once a year, it's, it's a family reunion. Uh, is really what it is. It's, um, and I think it was really in Phoenix where people started ta- calling it, you know, a tribe. And it, that's it, the best way that I can really relate it. Um, And actually, in Phoenix, uh, we went to went to dinner with a new group of some wonderful ladies uh, that were COP uh, leaders as well. And we were talking about Lean coffees, and we're like, kind of like the Leanaholics. We need that that other venue for um preparing for and besides just congress and uh so we started last year a lean Espresso group and i am not a coffee drinker but i said espresso. it's like more warning powerful. shameless plug
0: <laughs> yes. i know where you're going with this <laughs> it's
2: stronger it's stronger than cough than just regular coffee and uh, so it's a, a group of Ohio Valley, Northern Ohio, Indiana, and Oklahoma community of practice that come together. And if you're interested, yes, here's the shameless plug. It is an open group. It's the third Friday of every month from 10 to 11:30 Central Time. So reach out if you want to to learn more, or go to LinkedIn and and find that link. But it's been gr- It's been great. Um, To kind of elevate the lean discussion and not just talk about what is lean, but it's more continuing that Congress conversation of what are some challenges and what, how are you overcoming those and what do you want to learn more about what's your new thing that you're trying to implement.
0: Well, I think that is probably a really solid way to uh, wrap up our meandering conversation about Congresses of years past. You've heard shameless plugs for Lean Espresso, third Friday of the month, a Leanaholics group, not sanctioned by LCI, but totally how we all met, all of which everybody is welcome to join. And of course, it's never too early to start thinking about 2023 Congress in Detroit. Um I think it's October twenty-fourth through the twenty-seventh, twenty twenty three. So all right, ladies, any last words of wisdom to leave folks with before we call it a day? Heather? You good?
1: I'm good. I can't right. yeah.
0: Elena, any l- final words of wisdom?
1: Um, if you are attending the Congress um next year, uh, make sure you take the most of it. Um if you if you're able to, uh, take a whole week off and attend the learning days, the presentation days, and also the gimbal Walk. I remember um, in my fir- very first Congress, um, I took so many pictures and videos uh, at that gimbal Walk that I was so ready to start uh, to share all that knowledge with my colleagues. So um, make the most of it if you go next year, and we hope to see you there.
0: And I'll add, make time to have a little bit of fun as well. Assume you're going to meet some cool people that you want to go hang out with. So give yourself some time to do that. With that, thank you guys. Thank you, Heather and Elena, so much for joining me today. Uh, this, was, this was fun being able to reminisce about it. I know it's it's been a while since uh, we've had a chance to just sit back and relax. We're not talking about work. So it's been a good deal. And thank you very much.